This is Poetry on the Move. In this episode, Lionel Fogarty. Welcome back. Lionel Fogarty is one of the best-known contemporary Aboriginal Australian writers. A Yagamba man, Fogarty was born on Waka Waka land in southwestern Queensland near Mergen on a punishment reserve just outside of Sherberg. Throughout the 1970s, he worked as an activist for Aboriginal land rights and protesting Aboriginal deaths in custody. He has published numerous collections of poetry in Australia, his most recent being Mogwai Idan, Stories of the Land, and his selected works, 1980 to 2016. Lionel's is an uncompromising vision, tempered by years of activism and community engagement. Lionel was a guest of the Poetry on the Move Festival, where we were lucky enough to hear him reading a selection of work taken from across his career. Lionel was also interviewed by Ipsy's Jen Crawford and Paul Collis, where we catch him responding to a question on the potentials of Indigenous writing in Australia. Written writings has uh, been written about us for so long by non-Indigenous people that is now our turn to turn the pages to the true history of, of history for the future. Uh, of younger people as well as uh, even older people mm. to see that uh, uh, it's not all uh, oral tradition, right? Like I've been to a lot of uh, schools and uh, first thing I ask, do you know what's on a $50 note? And most of them don't even know, not even a principal, what's on a $50 note. We know what's Elizabeth or whatever her name is on one side and there's Nunapon on the other side. and. Uh, he represents uh, what really is contemporary Aboriginal Australia in terms of the writing. I kind of tell everyone, you know, if you if you win what's, uh, what this man is about, you win the $50, but they don't. You keep your cash. Safe bet, you think. Yeah. Someone will get you one day. Yeah. You know, it's like the yeah, Urukala Treaty, you know, uh, Urukala Bark Treaty, uh, yeah. a petition. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, that forms of writings, and, yeah. and today uh, you have some people might say, ah, that's not Aboriginal writing, you know, even if you write in, in English, that's not Aboriginal. Mm. Well, if you look at all the uh, carvings on the trees, and if you look at all the uh, artwork itself, you know, in Aboriginal Australia, I mean, uh, you can see that forms of writing mm. uh, that we have to adapt to to see that we can use this English as a tool. Mm. I mean, it's not a natural thing for us English, right? It's just a tool. It's, a, it's, it's like an instrument of a tool, but we have to use it to, for our advantage. And I think that uh, that's the most important thing with Aboriginal writers. I always advocate that we have 4,000 Aboriginal authors in Australia that's published. Uh, that's just Aboriginal authors in Australia, and we're not recognised as such. And I think uh, the most uh, important thing, the potent thing, is just imagine if we all got together as authors, published Aboriginal authors, all get together and we have one big national march, we can bring the society down uh, to its grounds in terms of what justice is about. 
And the whole idea with writing in English for a lot of us contemporary Aboriginal people is to reintroduce the reading and writing of our language, mm. right? Especially on the east coast of Australia. And this is not really um, uh, compulsory within a lot of schools. It's only uh, taught in ESI or, or bits and pieces here in pockets here and there. But in the everyday of life of the Aboriginal person, uh, they learn, uh, what, 5%, the other is 90, 99% of English. Maybe about Aboriginal Australia, but it's just uh, 100% in English, you might as well say. This, the tides have to be turned, or the pages have to be turned, to what we are about today. I think that uh, once we start, uh, we get Aboriginal people who say, no, I don't know my language. No, I don't even know how to accent it, but to, uh, to speak it properly or to sing it properly. I know how to dance, you know? I know how to do that, and I know how to do painting and that, but in terms of Aboriginal writing, them don't know how to do it. But you can just write down one piece of your language. Like, for example, I have a grandchildren that go to the Murray School up in uh, Brisbane there. And this Murray School is uh, uh, funded by the Catholics, uh, funded by the government as well, to do Aboriginal literature. And they deserve to read and write in their language. Uh, and when, when, you, when you read and write, anyone knows that when you read the language and you write in your language, it gets into your subconscious and, and it stays there forever and ever. You know, for example, uh, uh, sand, sand writing, sand painting, right? You do the sand painting, you sing the song, you dance it, and the sand painting then flows away, it goes away. But it's just staying kept in that consciousness, it's kept in the consciousness to make the spirit, the spirit practice it yeah. into positivity. It's like we know more about English than the white man himself. And that's the most, uh, that's important thing that they have to realize that we know about, it's like we know about the law more than you, you know? So well, we know how to conquer all of that and to give uh, a different resolution in the future. I think this is the most important thing. What we're, we're trying to understand is true history. The constitution, if you want to get recognized under the constitution, you get recognised here in bits and pieces with apologetic speeches over the years, you know. Uh, we've been recognised here and there, Paul Keating's speech, um, Rudd's speech, all that's been given recognition little tiny bit by them. But what I'm trying to say is that the, if, the, if the monarchy is, uh, uh, we are recognised under the monarchy system of the Constitution of Australia, it's not going to work because we need to redefine on how we're going to write it. Country sub, no sus towns. Mission breeds we are, Facebook never touch my people's face. For none of these society's genders. In this story, people harmony with the man. Teasing tell pressure, peace, ancient messages. The very sound, graveling, weary Australians. No dead earth, land seem re relived, dead wheels seem the dead bed of, of it all. Brisbane blacks are sussing on star under feet. Sydney blacks are bludges on sus under fools. Melbourne blacks are no street names houses. Adelaide 
Blacks are sus in 49 gang, stealing a sin. Darwin blacks sus, light burnt in letter rudeness. Perth blacks are sus, never know, first perished. Cairns blacks are sus, no care or less to test the rich. Broom blacks are sussing, pushing, sweeping floods, not danced. Obart blacks are sus when tree are unique. Uh, Munich, the land of sea, no news a year. Every year the same, boat out, boat in today's 250 years, boat people still cold, old and holes, hot ten by me, woods not burnt. Facebook eyes where a heart henter wind, warmed only by killer mates slept for the I solicit sell compared to the itinerary our grant money ran out. Fell in is felt is the feeling when they are so blind the story was not touched. Cause thrown fire, pie and eyes in the cases, court subs, no susses in towns. I am the mission black that says this big okay. Lucky country, sad loser society. Australia not owned by anyone. Australia not given by godparents. Australia not the future, morning, morning lovers, when you're all war on pause. Australia can be better in this, uh, to the poor beggars in rich classes. Australia, where's the carbon date tax refund of, of 100,000 years with our out? Rents are rear. Australia take the land away from dark people. The story still evades their hard mind, kick the spirit's ire. Australia sport, man, sports woman must be in your number out in the antelope. Aboriginal day, walk, run, fly, sell, make mates. First Australian, first spirit of health. First put arm body to do it and do it right. Australia don't be a yellow cake pussy. Australia is a community, not societies. Australia, not your country. The countries belong to all natives. Yes, it's your society. Stay there. <laughs> like, I grew up around a campfire, right? With, uh, in a mission, right? with lots of different Aboriginal people come around campfires. And these are the professional stories tellers. And these are the ones that should be told. But in our way, that's fact for us. That's authentic fact. In other words, we recognize professional uh, professors from those campfire stories as true, authentic writers, you might as well say. It's like a rippling in the water, yep. you know? Uh, when the changing of the season goes, from the rippling in the water, you know, the, we can see that the, the, the changing in the climate is going to happen, you know. So a new song has to be mm. done. Uh, uh, you have to dream it, mm. you know. And to dream it, you have to have something that's going to be positive coming out of it, that's of right. course. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, we can make more songs out of Mother Nature, more than the redevelopment of a new town that's going to happen. You have to redream again. And, and to do that, um, uh, it doesn't mean to say that uh, we're going to be living in a hallucination, right? Uh, another dreaming 
means that you have a true story, a true song to go with it. And that's what makes your realism in society. And that's what makes the confidence of young people to stay away from hallucinationism. And not everyone is going to be writing or going to be producing our stories into pain, suffering, injustice. It's going to be stories that have family um, orientation into it, where family belong to tribe. Not one family is one family. We all come from one tribe, you know, uh, from a tribe. And uh, I mean tribe in the sense of uh, where it's like a, a land uh, connection, sea, uh, sky, earth, you know. Uh, back in the 70s, we always uh, used to sing out, uh, this is our land rights, our land rights. And I was told back then, when you say land rights, the authenticity, the real meaning in land rights means earth rights. You uniting the earth together. Not just your own backyard land rights. You know, you're not revitalizing your own land rights. You're revitalizing the earth rights to a balance. And that's what Aboriginal people are so strong in doing. And coming back to uh, the power of uh, Indigenous Australian at the moment is the power of uh, it's a forward power of educational and storylines uh, that's going to bring society to, not to its feet, but to its humanity of it all. Tribe, no matter what what area we come from, we're going forward to teach how to be human, right? How to get away from saying, you're a nationality, you're this race, you're that race in Australia. The whole idea is that we're the first human beings, right? And so we can bring that forward in what we uh, know has to be a very important thing. The country anywhere, race on races. Races are not children. Races are not mothers. Races are not fathers. Give unity, peace a chance. Racism is a sick disease as a place for non-humanity. Racism has no race in Australians, for the first race is the only race. Racists are instilled by cheaper cap chaps, and those that joke on slip mouths are drops of sin, bad food, bad bodies of all ages. Racism owned up changes the pace of no space as the ship code to learn. The ray of the sun shines for all under us solar. The earth equality bit Newman, yet the world's laws class those poor minds backward. When a racist sit with the first Australian proud of one race made a lace to lust, we are all come from women. I mean that, let's say Australia's changed back to Arajara. Arajara is, is a very well-known word that came from over in the central of Australia. Uh, when, they, when I first came down uh, to Canberra uh, in the 70s, I heard this word out of Jara, and I heard this word Ningla Na. Ningla Na mean we are hungry for our land that came from over there. Now that stimulated in my mind. Now I come from a mission, right? Uh, where it's like an outback town, you might as well say, like what's a mission too, right? In New South Wales or wherever. 
right? Uh, where uh, people were detribalized, uh, were told not to speak their language, uh, were told not to paint any paintings. When I seen people who were painting around the campfire, and when they see the white men come up the road, they chuck the painting in the fire, you know? And I'm still trying to, as a writer myself, remember that, uh, all those sparkles uh, that were chucked in the fire from that authentic paint, and I asked them when I was small, why did you do that? Oh, I don't want them to take it and buy it, you know, and I don't, I don't want them to even see it, you know, and uh, uh, this is the story that it's up to us as writers, not for other historians to write about. We have to redefine those things yeah. uh, that happened a long time ago that's still instilled in a lot of young people that's coming up today in the right direction. To me, uh, I wanted to conquer English, right? with bits and pieces of our language for later on, because I'm having in my mind, it's like a lot of young Aboriginal writers today, they write in English, right? But the whole idea that they are uh, thinking is to write in English, to about the experience of what's happening today, the atrocities of what's going on, but then later on, it's going to be translated into the language, you know? And, and that's a really important thing for all of us to know uh, about all our written writings, you know? Like, for example, uh, we have writers today, right, that's are published, you know, very good writers and uh, uh, fantastic authors. We need those translators out there, right, regardless of where they are, for these writers who are getting published now, not just to be valued in society or put up on a you know, pedestal, you know, or win big prizes here and there and whatever. Like, I want some prizes too. But the whole idea is for our translators, like Paul and everyone, to translate these things later on. And I, I, I decided to uh, read a poem with one of the brothers in the jail where I work up in Balanda, um, near, uh, in New South Wales, near Tablum, with uh, multiple people. Banjilang uh, Mob. Um, this is the land they call Ananda. I hope you know this is our land. We're all sitting here at Bolanda. Another six months here, my friend. We all sit and think and wonder because out futures in our land. Guess it's time to leave the past behind and it's time to be a better man because it's time we leave our past with us um, and wake up and say, we can. The things we've done to affect our families and all the ones we love and cherish, all my uncles and aunties, my brothers and sisters, babies, we need to stay in one direction and realize that what we've done was a lesson and not to take this life for granted. We all know we have our chances. I guess it's time to leave the past behind us and it's time to be a man and I guess it's time to leave the past uh, us uh, behind and wake up and say we can and wake up and say we can and wake up and say we can. That's from one of the brothers up there in the guy. Um, so I, I work in the jails too uh, uh, with prisoners just recently, um, mainly all the time. And this is another prison uh, poem I wrote in jail. Uh, Classes on structures. We'll honestly give 
our laws, will honest gives love, will freedom come over, will liberty come to stay, will time stop those blind, will all peace be advice, right needs right to right, drawing law as to stay in story, will await changes, make laws give what citizens want of freedom, want of heart meant our house, will we stop death tax, a log jail personal policy that pays funerals? Okay, I'm gonna sh shift through all my old, old poetry, then I'll come to you real fast with short poems now. Um, this one of my first poems called Planet Earth. Planet Earth, there's a country bent of ashes far beyond the stars where stands a skillful war Left below, so calm, so cool, this country mine weeps away falling Jews, leaves ten foolish men, one but one, who will command a change. There above the noise, sweet peace, crowded country awaits our beauty smiles. Normally I read slow, but I have to read fast for years. <laughs> um, this one I wrote is one of my first books too. And it's all about Christianity and things like that. Uh, we are brought up in a mission, um, but basically you'll get the message. Some people have no respect for our belief. Jesus, I learned you lived and lived. Jesus, we heard you died and died. Jesus, I see them paintings of you so white. Jesus, I hear them sing. You lackey of God, they sang. Jesus, I know people of today knew you wrong. They came with guns in their hands and shot our minds with untrue words. Black the meaning of sin, black the heathen savages, black the false the lies, black the inhuman without a home or culture. These pink-skinned people say you light of God and make us wash black sins to be close to white. Oh, Jesus, if so, you were true. Uh, you were black fighting against a white regime. Oh, Jesus, they tear away our hearts that jail for nature. They will do things of tension, fear, control, death, brutality, and murder to our Aboriginal people's belief. Why they must do this? Oh, Jesus, this once Jesus, all in the name of you, Jesus Christ. Offering, offering, eat a penny for everything for Jesus, the church shall have it all. <laughs> I do some work up in Belanda uh, prison up in, uh, near Tablum there with the Bunjilung area up there. And they call me up like I'm doing uh, one in August very soon. I do it every year with some uh, songwriters and that. And I come in there, the first thing I do is, is ask them to write a little bit from their language. And they say, oh, we don't know our language. We don't speak our uh, you know, something, you know, Bunti, you know, Mura, you know, Bina, you know, Jina, you know, you know, um, Jambi, you know. Wagal, you know, uh, or, or Mala, you know, you know some of these words, come on, and they do, right? You suss it out of them, write it down. Oh, but I don't know how to write it down. You write it in the way you want to speak it, right? In the way you want to pronounce it, in the way you want to accent it in your own sound, and they write it down. Then they say, but I can't keep on writing in my language. Now you write your experience of English on where you're coming from. And they're writing things about what wrong they've done in their community. One young quality, he bent down a house in his community in Yamba, 
Yamba, uh, Yamba uh, mission on the east coast uh, of uh, New South Wales. He burnt down the house and he burnt down his family's house. And that's why he was in there. I said, well, you write about that. And that's what they're writing about. And all these young people, about 20 of them, about 30 of them, writing it. Then I bring in uh, someone, uh, uh, some of the brothers there who know a bit of the language of all different areas, right? And they translate some of it for them. Get them recorded, put it into a little book and into a DVD. Then they take it to the magistrate and give it to the magistrate and they seem to get off easy or not get out of jail mm -hmm. and go back into the community. And the elders see outside in the community, not the magistrate, mm -hmm. not the authorities that's there now, but the elders see what they have been doing in jail to benefit the community, not just themselves too, but the community to show that they have changed, you know? And uh, that's when you get uh, young people who uh, need to be, it's like uh, uh, we don't need uh, uh, grotty, grumpy radicals all the time in the streets. We need sensible people who can come out and bring forward some positive stuff. And these young people here, it uh, prevents them from doing a suicide. I lost uh, uh, grandsons this year and uh, little brothers who have suicided themselves. The whole idea with that, I'm not trying to get personal here, but it's on a overall basis. We have to create a prevention uh, of suicide, a prevention of stopping them going into incarceration. You're awesome, man. That's, that's a beautiful interview. Good, my brother. I'm glad. You maybe I forgot about to say it tomorrow now. No, it's all right. I'll have to change the date. It's all right. We'll go to 1888 tomorrow. That is absolutely fabulous. Uh, registered donate, NT number one, NT, important to now have language from enlisted to our big speaking languages to and from. I wrote this one in Baralula and uh, traveling around Northern Territory anyway. Number two, have days set aside for our heroes and women. Why not have national holiday for our writers? Number three, fund on and on to cultural literature to bring out books of stories and political ways. Number four, to uh, find unity to unite our differences. Five, songs are sang, so must be written. Six, give help to the histories to rewritten and correct other writers. Seven, who write for us, speak, done, sing for us. Eight, the constitutional Intake our memorial. Number nine, uh, fear, fees from non-Aboriginal writers must be given to us just like non-Aboriginal artists. Ten, know who we write for. After local, we go national, be it cities or country towns, we're done. None are uh, not there, eh? Eleven, that society look more to black writers by promoting a week national for our younger. 12, pub, uh, publishers uh, fund a travel bus for, of writers to promote. 13, having have read, reading in every country community town. 14, from NT writer must meet writers. Every writer is not pushed
button to be masked on any words. Unity is important, speaking even painting as stories. Best told by worker, hey, the mind writes every day. Same as the world goes around, it's just too wise it and word it. Justice to most seems words. But paper, man makes the action. The law are all over the shop to keep life. Times are hard when food games are higher to have a light. We must burn or set fire go. Fifteen. We are first Australians, writers, have all sand Australian written on the line behind us to gather all the wrong written and practised to us on notes. We can bring down the bad. Sixteen, time for authors, authors to ride a bus to every town, big and small, to promote writing and let know our we're about. Seventeen, to get best-selling works everywhere, no matter who are the black writers. Eighteen, the white other writers to take time out for black fellow writers. Nineteen, to cross any frontier. We, we must never turn out white or betray our stories for payment. Twenty, all intimate, memorous, as to have a black fellow outcome, not to places, past, white, sex or friends. 21, most time past tense and a hour ago, cold feelings made wrong thoughts. What motivate a voice to progress when no rights are said or wrote? 22, for us to get pushes, um, we, can we go to our publishers, uh, pussy, black, without getting knocked back? 23, where's the money for endowment or to get people to help prepare works in the future. What happened about Oom's poet writers? Thank you. Karin in the name, Jojo Moberono. Karin in the name, Karin in the name, Jojo Moberono. Karin in the name, Jojo Moberono. Gaya mamaranga, jagungungungungo. Gaya mamaranga, jagungungungungo. Karin in the name, Jojo Moberono. Rono, rono, This has been Poetry on the Move. This podcast is made possible by IPSI, the International Poetry Studies Institute, and the Centre for Creative and Cultural Research, Faculty of Arts and Design at the University of Canberra. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.